Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 7th of March, the 66th day of 2022, affording us another 299 days between now and 2023. Today in 1530, Pope Clement VII denied King Henry VIII's request to divorce his wife and queen, at the time, Catherine of Aragon. Henry then initiated the English Reformation, separating the Church of England from papal authority, followed by Henry appointing himself supreme head of the Church of England and dissolving the country's convents and monasteries, an act for which Henry was excommunicated, although subsequently he arranged the annulment of his marriage to Catherine so that he could marry Anne Boleyn, who would last three years as Henry's wife before she was beheaded. Today in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell received a patent for the telephone in the United States. Today in 1936, Adolf Hitler broke the Treaty of Versailles by sending troops into the Rhineland. And today in 1966, an angry backlash in the U.S. had developed when, over the weekend, John Lennon of the Beatles had been quoted in the London Evening Standard as saying, We're more popular than Jesus now. Heavenward, during a dark evening this week, look to the southern horizon for the bright star Sirius in the constellation Canis Major, or the Greater Dog, and then down to the left for the three constellations of Argo Navis, the Ship, compromised, uh, uh, comprised of the constellations Puppus the Stern, Vela the Sails, and Carina the Keel. Puppus is the 20th largest constellation in the sky. And skyward this past week, my thoughts have drifted with the passing of a dear friend who seemed always at the ready, whether he was at the controls of a medevac helicopter in Vietnam or later at the helm of the one-man picture-framing business he called River City Gallery, until downtown Bangor's Masonic Hall burned in the early aughts. Tom Bartlett, also known as Tom Hardcastle, was a friend to be relied on. Riding together in May along College Avenue some years back, we slowed suddenly for a big old snapping turtle, and by the time I had put on the brakes, Tom, who had learned that I had a large shovel in back, grabbed it, ran to the turtle as it began snapping, scooped it up in the shovel, and transported the beast to the other side of the road. He was really good at that sort of stuff. Rest in peace, Tom. I'm sure you would have had something to say about the happenings on the other side of the pond during the past week that you've been gone. Swedish economist and diplomat Dag Hammarskjöld, who in 1953 became the second secretary general of a then-still-fledgling United Nations, held that most of us in our lifetimes will probably not realize the peaceful world order that we dream of, but our efforts will be gauged in how much of a difference we establish between anarchy and a tolerable degree of chaos. When Hammerskold said that the United, Stations, the United Nations was going on eight years old, now in another couple of years it is going on 80 in 1945, the U.N. had an original 51 member states. Currently, it has 193 member states. And in this past week, 141 of those member states voted to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But the vote is largely symbolic and not legally binding because the United Nations is set up in such a way as to more or less allow the Big Five, permanent members of the U.N., 
China, France, Russia, the UK, and the US to do whatever they want. Meanwhile, as most of us know, whether or not we care to pay attention, besides war and famine, mankind also the past two years has quite the plague rampaging with a new member to the Omicron family, this offspring called BA2, said to have a better transmissibility rate than its forebears. Here in the United States, when we look at our current 80 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported cases on January 21st, 2020, and divide that by the total cases worldwide of about 443 million, we find that we in the U.S. have roughly 18% of the world's cases of COVID, while we are only 4% of the world's population. Today, in a somewhat distant second place to the U.S. stats, India has 43 million cases. In third place globally is Brazil with 29 million cases. Fourth place this past week goes to France owing to its significant recent spike in cases so that its total since the beginning of the pandemic is now 23.2 million. That bumps the U.K. down to fifth place with 19.4 million cases. Russia is in sixth place with approximately 16.6 million cases. Germany, owing to a recently pronounced rise in cases, is currently in seventh place with 15.6 million cases. Cumulatives, cu- cumulatively, since the beginning of the pandemic about 26 months ago. On the fatal front, worldwide deaths due to COVID are at 6 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States are now at 957,000, up at least 12,000 since last week. Not a huge number for some folks. Only an average of 1,714 of our citizens dying per day from the virus. Not a big number, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 10.6 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today in 1940 in Kenosha, Wisconsin, actor Daniel J. Travanti was born into an Italian family. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us Daniel was an excellent student, a high school football star, a Phi Beta Kappa graduate of the University of Wisconsin, won a fellowship to the Yale School of Drama, and began a stage career. But young Trevanti began having difficulty acquiring roles, and hidden problems with alcohol came to light. In 1973, in Indianapolis, he was on stage when the jitters hit. He apologized to the audience, walked off in the middle of the play, and joined Alcoholics Anonymous. After Daniel stopped drinking, attended Loyal Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles, and returned to acting, landing a role on the television soap opera General Hospital. Then he became a star with his Emmy-winning role as Captain Frank Ferrillo on Hill Street Blues. Today is also the birthday in 1671 of Scottish folk hero and outlaw Rob Roy. In 1849 of American horticulturalist Luther Burbank. In 1875 of French Basque composer composer Maurice Ravel. In 1908 of Italian actress Anna Magnani. In 1942 of American Christian singer and tele-evangelist Tammy Faye Baker. In 1956 of American actor Brian Cranston. And in 1964 of American actress and comedian Wanda Sykes. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 12th official week of winter. We're two weeks away from spring.